0: Here we go. Welcome. It's our number one and a happy Tuesday to you. The day before Valentine's Day. It's the 13th of the month of February. And here in hour one, we continue. Our in-depth team covers Super Bowl 58. How much credit does Taylor Swift get for the record-breaking Super Bowl ratings? Also, where are you at on Kyle Shanahan's rationale for taking the ball in overtime? He Had a very interesting fall guy. Everyone's got to have a fall guy. And how big a deal is it that players on the 49ers claimed after the game they didn't understand the overtime rules? They were clueless on those overtime rules. We'll talk about all that and more right now. Make way for our number one. Box office gold. Well. In the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show, we are in the air everywhere as we cluster. And we know the rest is just gravy, coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and spectacularly powerful. Microphones of FSR emanating live from the baton as we take the baton in the never-ending relay race of the sports take. As we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be our lead continues to be about the post-mortem on super bowl 58 the autopsy continues on the game there's another wrinkle that has been added here as the chiefs beat the 49ers and there's a big parade on valentine's day how romantic on valentine's day now the Latest plot twist to Super Bowl 58, now that it's in the rearview mirror, that comes from the Columbia Broadcasting Systems. As they did a victory lap, better known by their regular name, CBS. But they're actually the Columbia Broadcasting Systems. Uh, If you didn't see this, perhaps not. They were the ones broadcasting the game. How could you miss Tony Romo? Uh, Anyway, uh, CBS Sports announcing that Super Bowl 58, the broadcast that was all over the place. On Sunday was the most watched telecast in the history of the world, so they say. Uh, they claim wow. the one hundred and twenty three point four men, women, and children. I'd like to meet the point four. Wow, I'd like to meet the point four. I don't know who the point four is, but Now, overall, though, but wait, there's more. I love the way they slice up numbers. I need the people at CBS to break down the ratings on Benny versus the Penny. Is what I need. Because we were the number one show in blankety-blank demographic. Uh, Anyway, overall, they claim 202.4 million viewers watched at least a little bit, at least a little bit of the broadcast. That makes it the highest unduplicated total audience, highest unduplicated total audience in the history of the world, and a 10% bumpity bump from last year's Super Bowl where Kansas City played Philadelphia, and it makes sense. I'll explain my theory on why the uh, numbers are up, but there's a lot of chatter, a lot of internet chatter that the reason the the ratings have gone up this year, the reason that they are higher is because of – Girl power. That's right, girl power. Woo! Say what? Yes. I think you know where I'm going with this, but perhaps perhaps you've been in a van down by the river and have not been paying attention. So how much credit, let's discuss. How much credit does Taylor Swift get for the record setting Super Bowl 58 record uh, television ratings. Uh, how much credit does Taylor Swift get for the record Super Bowl ratings? So people are already giving her credit. I've got Minneapolis, Hasbro, and Blue Whale. And we will combine all of these things together. We're going to make some peanut brittle. Uh, I been dabbling with peanut brittle. i got to make more peanut brittle. I've, I've mastered the peanut brittle. I'm still working on it, but I think I'm pretty close to mastering. All right, anyway. So, again, the, the question above us or below us, depending on where you're sitting, the question is how much credit does Taylor Swift get for the record-setting television ratings to the Super Bowl? So my first thought here is I do not want to be a prison. of the moment. Now, if you saw Benny versus the Penny, the final episode, uh, we – addressed the Taylor Swift phenomena in terms of her impact on Super Bowl ratings because in the lead-up to the game there were people already giving her credit even though the game had not been played, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So listen, Taylor Swift in this story was the female lead in the drama-o-rama, the soap opera that was this year's Super Bowl. We all know that. She was the starlet chugging beers in the luxury box, the multi million dollar luxury box in Viva Las Vegas. So that was her role in this, the starlet with the beer. How exciting. But as wonderful as that is, being the objective voice of nonsense in the middle of the night, I'm going to give Taylor Swift. 5% of the credit, and that's it. No more than 5%. The reason, the reason the Swifties, spoiler alert, unpopular opinion. the, The Swifties already watched the Super Bowl. Everyone watches the Super Bowl, unless you're a total introvert. And I'm an introvert, and I still watch the Super Bowl. So everyone's watching. The people that don't watch, who cares about them? It is the cultural event. It is not a sporting event. It's a cultural event. It's no different than eating turkey on Thanksgiving or shooting fireworks off on the 4th of July. The Super Bowl has become that. That's what it has become. Now, are are there 5%... Of people that maybe tune in a little more because of Taylor Swift. Fine, but she was shown, according to some Poindexter that kept track of this, for less than a minute. Now I have heard from people that a lot can happen in less than a minute, but less than a minute—that's it. Fifty-four seconds. Ninety-five. This can blow you away. Ninety-five percent of the reason the game was watched by the masses. The reason. The players. It was, a, it was a solid event, right? There's two main reasons that the Super Bowl set the record for ratings. Uh, the NFL does happen to be the opium of the masses, right? That's the first part. That it, uh, It's just our drug. We all use it, and we enjoy it, and it's wonderful. It calms us down. It's become a bit of a religion for many. And then you've got the Minneapolis factor, as in the Minneapolis cheeseburger, a nice, fat, juicy Lucy. That game was a big, juicy Lucy, gooing with delicious cheese coming out of it. Just wonderful, right? Gooey goodness. You had high drama, check. You had nail biter, check, right? Ooh. Which is part of the high drama. You had, you know, you had the 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 dramatics of lead changes. Late in the game, the 49ers blowing the Super Bowl. How great was that to watch? You had the the anointing of the new dynasty officially, even though we gave the Chiefs a dynasty last year. So you had all these moving parts. And it led to what we had. It led to what we had. Ratings gold. Abracadabra. It also tells us that side by side, because I, as I recall, last year's Super Bowl, or two years ago now, the Eagles and the Chiefs so It was not a bad game. It was a good game. That's not a bad game. So this means there are 10% more 49er fans than there are Eagle fans across the country. How about that for some Maller math? That's good Maller math. All right, now page two. I'm going to go back to the game itself, not the ratings, but where are you at on the continued dialogue, the continued dialogue about Kyle Shanahan and his rationale for taking the ball in overtime? So – now, Kyle Shannon, I, I did not see this uh, in the previous episode of the show, and I, I saw what he had said following the game, and it was such an outrageous comment that we must play it again. Here is Kyle Shannon. Now, remember, this is the first time under the new rules that a game had gone into a situation where you had to decide, would you want the ball first, did you want to defer, knowing that even if you score a touchdown, each team's going to touch the, the football. So the 49ers... Had the decision to make. Kyle Shanahan had the decision to make. And if you missed it, even if you heard it, this is so ridiculous. Listen to Shanahan explain why he made the decision that he made into the decision
3: to take the ball for uh, just something we talked about with, you know, that none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked to those guys and we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, if both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win and um, we got that field goal so we knew we had to hold them to at least a field goal and if if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's not edited. We didn't edit that, right? That's he actually huh. said that. That's not AI. That's that's him. That's not a deep fake. That's boy, what a dummy, <laughs> man! All right, uh, where are you at on what you just heard there? Kyle Shanahan' is rationale for taking the ball first in overtime. Uh, so it shows you that he's just another ballless middle manager. He's no different than Dave Roberts in, in with my Dodgers, right? Dave Roberts makes a move in the in the baseball play. Well, we liked him in that spot, the analytics. So uh, Kyle Shanahan, he talked to some nerd, and some nerd told him, Well, you know, you, you're you're based on it, you're gonna get the ball third. Well, good news, Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers, you're gonna get the ball when what the exhibition season comes around, you'll get the ball the third, the the second possession, right? Third possession, whatever, you'll get that. It also shows no confidence in the defense, which, by the way, I agree with, because the 49er defense, they weren't even hustling in some of the playoff games, right? So they're a joke. Um, but that is a bold move, Cotton. That is a bold move. And Shanahan passing the buck, as all middle managers do, passing the buck to some Ivy League geek who the 49ers hired. Oh, well, we went we went over the numbers, but trust the numbers. So instead he gave Mahomes four downs instead of three, and then pass the buck. But it also validates a long-standing take that we've had behind the bully pulpit here at Fox Sports Radio, that when you look at the way analytics has taken over sports, it is now the crutch. Kyle Shanahan and all, Dan Campbell's another one with the Lions, all these guys that are so dependent, they're just middle managers, just uh, following the the Bible of the analytics. It gives them the Hasbro out, the Monopoly get out of jail free card. Well, listen, I would have, I would have deferred, but the analytics. I was just following the analytics. You can't be upset with me. Look at the numbers, okay, dummy? Uh, wow, 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 wow. All right. Now the problem with putting too much weight on analytics for those of you in the back of the room, it's called Anomalies. It's also in the playoffs. We've seen it in baseball a lot. It's it's the small sample size. It's playing better teams, getting rid of the dead weight, getting rid of the dead weight, which is another issue. But the third possession thing didn't factor in because, if you believe Andy Reid, who knows, maybe they're lying, but the Chiefs were like, hey, if – The 49ers have scored a touchdown and kicked the extra point, so they had a seven-point lead. The plan was for the Chiefs to matriculate the ball down the field, score a touchdown, so they're down by a point, and go for two! Go for the win! Did you factor that in? Did Poindexter for the Niners factor that in? God, Bill Walsh is rolling over in his grave right now. It's like, holy crap, what are we doing? I mean, my God. All right, now, last word here. Another talking point. Another talking point. For the losers is the lack of understanding of the rules. Uh, Now, several 49er players admitted they had no clue about the Super Bowl overtime rules. And how big a deal? The question is, how big a deal is it that the players on the Niners claim they did not know, did not understand the overtime rules? So I have an unpopular opinion on this one. I'm actually, even though I'm, I'm just killed Shanahan on this one. I don't have a big problem with it, and I'll explain why. I right? uh, as much as I would love to continue charbroiling uh, Shanahan because it's a lot of fun when you have a microphone just to goof on a coach. It's a, it's a good time. Uh, to, to me, it's irrelevant whether the players knew the exact overtime rules or not, and here's why: it's compartmentalization is what it is. It's Shanahan calls the plays. It doesn't matter uh, the rules as far as you know, you're trying to score a touchdown. You're calling, you're bringing a play in. The goal is to score a touchdown as an offense. It's not like you're going to let up because well, I'll just take a field goal. You no, know, you're trying to score a touchdown. And the big picture, while it's great if everyone knew the rules, uh, it, it's like you're you're trying to get one of those three hundred. You know, 1,000-pound blue whales, right? The, the massive blue whale. You're trying to eat it. How do you eat it? You eat it one bite at a time. So how do you go down and score? You just get, you know gain first downs, you move the ball down, and you get in the end zone. And oh, by the way, as much as everyone wants to say, well, Andy Reid's players knew what was happening, didn't McCole Hartman, after he scored a touchdown, say, hey, wait a minute, I didn't realize the game was over? Didn't he say that? But wait a minute, he was an Andy Reid player. So Andy Reid players didn't know the rules either. Apparently nobody knew the rules. No, not even the referees knew the rules. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you'd like to be part, you can join us. Speakeasy rules are back in effect, but we'd love to chat with you. You can join the Festivus of Talk. We're also available on X at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller if you'd like to be part of it. The Super Bowl of Lip Readers. What is that all about? The Super Bowl of Lip Readers. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports
3: Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine.
4: All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris
0: Haynes. And me, Mark Stein.
4: Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris
5: Haynes and Mark Stein
1: on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
2: Hi, checking in for...
1: Or the perfect table.
2: Hey, where are you? Coming! Or maybe it's because Zin is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinncom find. That's zyncom find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
4: The great silent majority of listeners to The Ben Maller Show sit on the sidelines never having their opinions heard. You're invited to break the glass ceiling by taking up gigabytes. With The Ben Maller Show, just follow your host on X. He's at Ben Maller. And you can post at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your news guy, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox was an old-school newspaper reporter, and he had talked like this. Oh, what a wonderful impression of the great Myron Cope, old Steelers broadcaster back in the day. He's still dead, Eddie. He is. And now live from the Tyrac.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
0: Bafo Socko ratings for Super Bowl 58. Talked about that. Kyle Shanahan, the ultimate crutch. Oh, we talked about it. We, Me and the analytics boys, we discussed it. God. I must be in the minority, right? There must be a bunch of people that are just blind and whatever Shanahan says. You mentioned analytics. You're you're good. You're good. Late night drug tester writes in and says, I think CBS is just thankful that their ratings didn't take a hit running up against a last minute episode of Benny versus the Penny or the Winnipeg Jets heavy puck podcast with Eddie. Well, that would have definitely taken... Engagement away. That would have been a problem. Now, we've upset somebody named Scrooge, who's very upset with the Mallard monologue. He says, Ben, your monologue gets an F. Come on. Come on. Why does it get an F? He says, not even 60 seconds in, and you're talking about Taylor Swift. This is just getting sad for the sports world at this point. Stop selling out to the Swifty ratings. And yes, I know you don't care. Feeling is mutual. When it comes to pointless topics. Well, Scrooge, I know you're not that bright, so let me help you out because you're kind of stupid. Okay, so the way this works, okay, it's pretty simple. Uh, We come in here and opine about the news of the day. We don't make the news here. We don't make the headlines. Our job is to give opinions on what's going on. And I know you don't pay attention to this, Scrooge, but this is kind of a big deal. It was a record-setting Super Bowl in terms of audience. Not that we work in television, well. Part of the year I do, but in radio here, uh, and uh, yes, Scrooge, I am guilty on all felony charges of trying to bump the ratings up. Whether that means talking about Taylor Swift or this, I just got sent a, a story. A buddy of mine said there's a demonic conspiracy involving uh, Ice Spice. I don't even know who that is. What? I don't even know who that is. But what? there's a yes, uh, there's a there's a subset subset of people that believe the performer known as Ice Spice sitting, uh, that's apparently a rapper I'm told sitting in Taylor Swift's box uh, and was uh, according to the internet uh, the rapper was making hand gestures and wearing an inverted cross and the assumption was that she was doing demonic acts with Taylor Swift. So, <laughs> let's go to our Demonic expert Eddie Garcia, do you believe that the rapper named Ice Spice was doing demonic acts? Hand gestures right there, and it was all caught on camera inside the stadium there in Vegas. Just randomly, casually throwing up demonic signs. Was she doing like the devil horns when you go to the rock concert? Yeah, uh, I did see. Let me let me click on this here. There's a link here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, well, oh yeah, no, it's weird. It's like a it's hook'em horns, but it's more demonic. You know, it's more. That's scary. what I said. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's devil like, horns. Well, he, I'm the devil. Well, no, but then the the guy next to him was doing the the devil horns down. I don't know. That's not. I guess he's not famous. I don't know. I don't know who he is. But he was kind of doing the devil horns down thing. So yeah, I think definitely demons were involved in that. I think that's uh, that's pretty good. Masshole Mickey writes in, says Kyle Shanahan is such a dummy. He says he talked with analytics and says he wanted the ball to win the game but chose to get the ball first, not realizing that if you had the ball last, then truly you could have had the ball to win the game. Well, yes, you just go for two or you have to. You know exactly what you need to win the game. Now, Drew is convinced. He says that Super Bowl was scripted. Hashtag the NFL is rigged let me know. Let me know what's going Stop on. Stop it. Benito, the long suffering Cowboy fan, writes in and says the ratings were up because of the Super Bowl halftime show, which featured a recreation of Dodgeball. And uh yeah, that's pretty pretty similar. It's pretty similar to Dodgeball. I, I, I don't disagree with that at all. The uh, the Ben Stiller character. Very very similar, uh, unless it's not. Uh, let's see, page down here, uh, page down, uh, Jeremy in Minnesota says, Ben, I am waiting for you to talk about how better the Timberwolves are than the Clippers, he, uh, he says. Uh-oh. Well, congratulations, Minneapolis. Is there a parade? I know it's big to beat the Clippers. I know the Clippers matter. I get it. And, it. you know, listen, it is a big deal for a team like the Timber Pups to beat the Clips. That's important. So it's it, is this the greatest moment? Does this top when Minnesota won the play-in tournament? Is this the next, like, the greatest accomplishment in Timberwolves' history there? Listen, that's a badge of respect, Jeremy. And all you other dopes, you people in Minneapolis that are, oh, why you, you should have started with the Clippers. Oh, huh? you should have started. Come on. Yeah, okay. That, sh- that proves my point. The Clippers move the needle. That you've been waiting all night, Jeremy. A- and the others here. To have me break down a Clipper game. You think I give a rat's ass whether there's a Monday, mid-February Clipper game? No. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. I don't give a rat's ass. Uh Anyway, uh, thank you. Thank you for that. Unless it's a win over the Lakers and then Ben opens his show. I didn't mention the Lakers. You brought the Lakers up. Let the record show, Your Honor, that Coop brought the Lakers up. I didn't bring the Lakers up.
5: Well, you're saying that a random uh, Clipper game in the middle of the season doesn't matter to you, but
0: you no, have I'm still, listen, I'm still in, in, I'm still in Super Bowl mode. I'm not in bat, pro bouncy ball mode. There's no deflection. Yeah, yeah. Crypto Ray writes in and says it wasn't even fair, Maller Mahomes played on two good legs against the 49ers. He only played with one leg against the Eagles. That's from Crypto Ray. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is...
2: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
4: We got a new football coach at UCLA. Fight, fight, fight. It is Deshaun Foster. Yeah, the former NFL running back, former UCLA running back. He was the running backs coach there with the Bruins, and he has uh, been elevated to the head coach of the football team there at Westwood. Hmm, Interesting. Never heard of him. He played for Carolina for a few years. Was eh, just an average running
0: back in the uh, NFL? Yeah, he's in the pension program there in the NFL, but he was a good college player at UCLA. Exciting player to watch for the the Bruins. Adam, the players really like him, I hear. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. It's always important. Does that mean they'll take less money? No, I don't think so. Not no. not anymore. No. He's from the OC. Is that, is that right? Yeah, Tustin. Oh, yeah. The, there you go, hanging out there. As the new coach at UCLA, I guess they they could have had Pete Carroll. Pete would have taken the job, but he's got too much. He's got too many cooties from his USC days. I guess they had to go. They got to get a brewing. It is the Ben Maller Show as we continue on through the overnight hours. You know the Super Bowl is so big. How big is it? It's so big that you need to bring in lip readers. People trying to figure out what exactly did. Travis Kelsey scream when he committed assault on 65-year-old Andy Reid during the Super Bowl so the tabloid out of London, the Daily Mail great tabloid, lot of juicy stuff coming out of that Daily Mail and they hired a lip reader to try to determine what Travis Kelsey screamed right in the face of Andy Reid while shoving him committing assault against the 65-year-old Those Reid noises! in front of 200 million people And the lip reader claimed that Travis Kelsey was screaming, quote, keep me in, you effer. I'm calm now. (laughs) I don't know what we're yelling about. So just for the record, again, keep me in, you effer. I'm calm now while shoving Andy Reid. It's outstanding. That is uh, that is tremendous. Uh, almost as good as the NFL thinking Relax. that they could get away with this story. So the NFL sent out some social media content. Alicia Keys, uh, Super Bowl hiccup, uh, somehow did not make the online clip that was bounced around the social media channels of the National Football League. Somebody that works for the NFL decided... To hit the edit button and the – now, I did not watch this live. I did see a clip of it after the fact. I tuned out the halftime show. I I was focused in on eating. That was what I was trying to do. I didn't really care about Usher or Alicia Keys or any of those people. Uh, If if you're into that, good luck. Knock yourself out. Uh, But there's claims of a cover-up, a cover-up, because the NFL, based on the official video that was uploaded to social media, they edited out the hiccup heard round the world from Alicia Keys. Now, do you think that came from Alicia Keys' management people? Do you think that came from the NFL themselves, just trying to clean it up, make her look good? I'm sorry. What did she? What did? What did she do? She say a bad well, word? She, uh, no, she didn't say a bad word, Eddie. She just uh, did not uh, nail the uh, the line in the song, and it was not a flawless execution, Eddie. You watched it. I didn't even watch I watched the the I did the not watch of, it. I thought you watched the halftime no, show. No, I didn't. You did not? No. No. Coop, did you watch the I've halftime been a, show? I
4: went to two Super Bowls and didn't watch the halftime show. I, I I'm anti-halftime show. I, I feel show. like
0: we had this conversation yesterday. No, you I just said,
4: said I saw the picture of Usher, and he looked like one of the guys from uh yeah. from uh Dodgeball.
0: All right, Coop. So Alicia Keys, uh you 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 know what I'm talking about here? Eddie does not know what I'm talking about.
5: Um, I understand what you're saying, but I I watched the halftime show and I watched Alicia Keys. You're saying like she, there was a small, there was a note that
0: she sounded bad on. It sounded uh, sounded a little off. And so the NFL uploaded the entirety of the halftime show after the game. Without that note. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Because I mean, but I want to know who you think it was the NFL just tried to take, do a solid for Alicia Keys. Do you think somebody was a little sensitive that works for Alicia Keys? It was like, Hey, wait a minute. We got to cover for her. I would vote Alicia Keys. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Yeah.
5: I I mean, I was there was a lot of people talking at you know I had some people over and it was on and I was kind of watching it but I didn't I didn't there was nothing that I was like oh man like that sounded bad
0: like it didn't I don't know I didn't I didn't catch Uh, that. There's another report claiming that they also cleaned up Usher. There was a part of Usher's uh, halftime that was a little off. They cleaned that up in post production. Like, do you think like you can't really get away with that, right? Like. People not in these days.
5: I would much rather the artists actually be singing and then have a few off notes than be lip syncing the entire time.
0: Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you on that. You feel like you're getting a real performance. Otherwise, you can just go on a streaming service and play some music, and you right. don't really need to watch them dance around and prance around the stage and all that. Uh, now that this will, there will never be a halftime show that will ever match the greatest halftime show of all time. And you know what halftime show that is, Eddie? The greatest halftime. You don't know. Prince. You have no idea. Not Prince. Iowa Sam, what do you think the greatest halftime show of all time was? Um, I don't know. The Rolling Stones doing it one year, if they even did it. No, no, no. Janet Jackson's boobies. <laughs> that is the single greatest. The, it was a federal. The, the, the feds met about her boobs that she showed some nipple at halftime. It was just one breast, by the way. That's, just, that's, I didn't say nipples. I said nipple. You said boobies, though. Well, it's a funnier word, boobies, than boob. Uh, boobs Why must bo- you clean everything up, Iowa Sam? Can you well, just let me say I'm something like the, uh, from time to time? My God. Just, just something like the NFL. Just clean it up post-production. Yeah. I mean, Occasionally, Iowa Sam, I'll say things that I know are technically not exactly right, but for comedic reasons, I will use a certain line. Gotcha. And if you're going to be over there with a hatchet chopping mm, everything no, I say up, the show's not knife. going to work. Well, Are you related to the Z-Dog at all? Because I got that from the Z-Dog back in the day. Just a you... small scalpel, a little pen knife yeah. here and there. Okay. <laughs> My goodness. <sighs> all right. I'll take a deep breath here. Everything will be okay. Everything will be fine. All right. So ben Maller show, we roll on. Time now for the uh, Who Am I game, and uh, here it is. Patty Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, he rushed for... 141 yards overall in the postseason, if you include all the games that Kansas City played in. Turns out that is the second most all-time behind me for a quarterback in a total postseason where their team won the Super Bowl. Again, Patrick Mahomes had 141 total rushing yards this postseason. That is the second most all-time for a quarterback in the postseason when they actually ended up winning the Super Bowl that year you understand? Who am I? That is the question, the answer. We'll get to it. We'll do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Ben Maller Show
4: never fails to amaze with all kinds of freaks of nature. Show your support for the oddities of the overnight, our patented blend of 11 herbs and audio spices like Ask Ben and Sports Jeopardy. Fill up the content plate. Follow your host on Facebook, facebook.com slash Show, and on Instagram at Ben Fox. And live from the
0: Tyrack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Time now for the Who Am I game made possible by Express Pros. Let Express Employment Professionals help hire your next pro. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes and interviews with unqualified applicants. Move up to the pros. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. That's ExpressPros.com. Patrick Mahomes ended up rushing for 141 yards this postseason. That is the second most all-time behind me. For a quarterback in a postseason, which they would go on and win the Super Bowl that year, that is the question. What is the answer? And let's see, does anyone know the answer? Benito, the Cowboy fan, going with Johnny Utah as the answer. Magilla Gorilla from Mallor Prop Guy with a wardrobe malfunction. Uh, who else do we have? Page down. Uh, it has to be Larry David, guessed by... The cowboy killer looks a little different there. Uh, Who else do we have? Uh, Page down. Ferg Dog going with the great Yamamoto. Yoshinobu Yamamoto, the new ace of the Dodgers. Uh, Alexandria, Uh, whatever her name is. Uh, For Mr. Nice Guy, who else do we have? Page down. Frank the Tank from Shane in Des Moines. Randy Moss, who is 47 today. From the late night drug tester. Arik in Minnesota going with Doug Williams. As his answer, Mr. Mr. Unlimited from Andy. Mr. 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 Uh, Scott also went with that as his answer. Who else do we have? Page down. Peyton Manning, guessed by Sean in Portland. Ken Stabler, the snake from in Roseville, Minnesota. Josh Allen. And then uh, Justin in Cincinnati points out, you actually said won the Super Bowl. So that's impossible. Yeah, that would be very difficult to do. Mr. Robinson from Milkman Mike in Colorado. Uh, Who else do we have? Page down. Rowdy Roddy Piper from Tortilla Man Tony. That's uh, his answer. Uh, Ramblin' George Blanda from Rob in Minnesota. W is going with Janet Jackson's other booby as the answer. Thomas says uh, Radio Talk Show host Scott Zolak is the correct answer. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie, to the who am I game question? As Patrick Mahomes ended up rushing for 141 yards this postseason. That ends up the second most all-time behind me for a quarterback in a postseason in which their team won the Super Bowl?
4: Uh, let's see. How about uh, Buccaneers quarterback Brad
0: Johnson? Brad Johnson. Well, you think running, you think yes, Brad Johnson. That's a exactly. great answer, Eddie. That's uh, completely wrong. That's a terrible answer. The wrong. answer is also shocking, though. The record, he still has the record. It was said in 1984, Joe Montana with the 49ers had 144 rushing <laughs> yards in the 1984 postseason. And that is the record still for a quarterback in a season they won the Super Bowl. Andre is walking his dog so his dog can go poopy, and he's in the Commonwealth. Hello, Andre! Before the big blustery storm makes its way through.
6: Good evening, Ben. Uh, we, we we went for the walk uh, a couple hours. Oh, ago. I oh! To, I thought you, you were know, out r- walking.
0: I didn't. Re- I thought you were already. Uh, you were. I didn't realize you were back. Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah th- th- this would be the prime walking hours if uh, if this nor'easter wasn't bearing down on us. And actually, they've updated the forecast. Originally, yeah. you know, we're on the we're on the obviously Cape Cod, we're on the coast, so they're saying oh, one okay. to two inches. But now, all of a sudden, there is a, well. at, there is a winter
0: storm warning. I'm looking. There is a winter storm warning, and it's going to last until uh, Wednesday at 1 a.m. Oh, watch out! Yeah.
6: Indeed, and in, 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 indeed, but we're gonna we're gonna weather the storm. You know, we got Benny, we got Benny versus the Penny. Also, we have a new perspective and a new take in terms of Kyle Shanahan um, electing to get the ball, which many people are saying wasn't aware of the overtime rules, which I was inclined to believe. But I got a different perspective in that Forty um, ers defense was a bit gas there, Ben. In terms of uh, you know holding the 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 Chiefs to that field goal down the stretch, and so I think it, you know that 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 perspective that let's let, let, let's rest the defense because if we just throw the defense back out there against Patrick Mahomes, it's almost guaranteed they're going to score a touchdown and put our back.
0: What, 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 what are these guys uh, five hundred pounds and not in shape? What, what are we doing here? You know how many timeouts there are in the Super Bowl, Andre? You know how much downtime there is between plays? Indeed, in,
6: in, indeed, indeed. So they could have. Um, you know, maybe I was gonna
0: kick, it. I hear that a lot in basketball too. If you go to an NBA game, they play forty eight minutes in two and a half hours. There's a lot of time to rest in an NBA game. And in a football game, especially the Super Bowl with all the extra pauses, yeah, you get plenty of time. I know Romo exactly. Romo was talking about that in the broadcast. I think that's bull crap. That's just my take.
6: Maximizing the the commercial breaks but at the end of the day you know um,
0: I can't I can't pile on Kyle Shannon why not he just said he's the head coach of a freaking NFL team and he said well you know the analytics I talked to the analytics guys that's what they you know with that, the, the consensus he, he implied that that's why he made the move why not just hire them as the coach then what are you doing having a coach just they have all the answers hire them. Why even bother? You know how much coaches cost? They're very expensive. Just get save some money and hire somebody from some Ivy League school.
3: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
0: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is...